Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Uh, I'm super excited. This week we have with us a very lovely and amazing guest, Miss Susie Godsey. We're going to be talking about what does a horse know about facilitating change? And um, Susie is very much uh, a, a an animal whisperer slash magician slash <laughs> amazing being <laughs> facilitator of access consciousness, facilitator of conscious horse, conscious rider, um, talk to the animals and just overall beautiful person i'm excited to be (laughs) chatting with about this topic welcome susie well thank you so much for having me heather i'm really grateful to be here today (laughs) and thank you for your introduction (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome um yeah so i i love this topic because you know it's sort of a um i know as i've played more with access consciousness um like i i sort of was like yeah, horses are great, you know, um, but it wasn't like a huge interest area of mine. Um, and I've really been exposed over the years just from different conversations in class and and then, you know, starting to play a little bit with horses myself, just how, what actually we can discover about ourselves and change and being from interacting with horses and how much they do really facilitate us and um, show us so many amazing things and invite us to so many amazing things. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm all ears. <laughs> what does the horse know about facilitating change? <laughs> well, I, I think, um, you know, when, when we look at animals, the, the main thing for me is that they they are really in the present time always. And so in that way, they have nothing in the way of perceiving what is up. You know, there is no past that is hindering them. Well, I should probably rephrase that a little bit because sometimes also animals can have restrictions from their past depending on certain circumstances that they've had in their lives mm-hmm. um, that can stop them from truly being present also. But for the most part, you know, as people, we have so many stories. We have so much that we're holding on to. We're often referencing our past and the animals in general don't do that. So they're just there in the present and and then they can perceive you the way that you are. So if you're standing next to a horse and you are like shaking and trembling in your boots, but on the outside you're trying to be all cool and collected, the horse can perceive that energy of you being worried. And so they will do the best they can to also find out what it is that is worrying you because they would never assume that it's them you know, yeah. they they wouldn't, they wouldn't go <laughs> oh this person is scared of me you know <laughs> right right so, <laughs> so in that moment they're also looking around like what is it that possibly is scaring you and they would 
also well first of all look hey is it something that I should also run away from or is it something that I can protect you from or show you that hey you're okay so but in that sense it's like they're they're just really so there with you on every step of the way uh, in a way that really is unique and and also because they're big it is very obvious Um, you know it's it's easier to kind of step over a little dog than it is to step over a horse you know I mean (laughs) in terms of ignoring them you know what I mean so right (laughs) you can't exactly ignore a horse (laughs) no yeah yeah that's awesome um and you know I'm curious actually too I don't like tell us a little bit about your story of uh, how you, you know, just how you came to working with horses and and animals in general. I mean, I know you just love, you have such a love of animals and just like such a beauty with how you be with animals and a presence. And um, so, yeah, any any backstory on that? Like, how did that develop <laughs> for you? <laughs> well, um, as a little kid, I, I was always aware of animals and I'm I'm not sure exactly even how I dealt with that, except I did really funny things. Like I was, um, I, I, I had an imaginary dog pack that I was walking. And so I would talk out loud to my dogs that were not for real. They were just in my head, you know, or so I thought. Um, now, knowing the tools of access consciousness, I probably called in a few disembodied uh, you know, doggy beings that were willing to come along with me on the ride <laughs> and and play with me as a kid, you know, as mm-hmm. as we do. We pull in our quote-unquote imaginary friends that are maybe not just so imaginary. Right. Um, you know, so for me it was dogs. But then I also had the point of view as a kid that I shouldn't really, like, walk through certain areas because I could be killing some insects or I could be stepping on things or I could be hurting things and so I avoided going through certain landscapes because I was worried I was I was killing things and so it was it, it was a very interesting thing and, and as a very young child I, I decided to be a vegetarian and I did that for a very long time so it, it, I had all these points of views about animals and how they needed to be saved and how the planet was in jeopardy and we needed to do something and some of that is still here today for me or it's very present for me still today but not in the same way that it was then Mm -hmm. I have really thanks to access changed my way of looking at this and my point of view dramatically and um, I'm very willing to to see this in a different way and it's not about me trying to save the planet from that same energy that I had as when I was young. Um, But still understanding today that all of us are really being asked to really step into a different possibility, a different reality here also with the animals and really looking at things in a different way, you know. Um, And just on a side note too, like I just had this little show with my dog and you know I talk for him and he surprised me yesterday because he wanted to talk about food and he told me this like two weeks ago but then he wouldn't give me any more information so it was literally just at the show where he was revealing what he wanted to talk about but what he was saying is that 
if we have joy when we're eating and we're grateful, we're actually contributing to the food and to the being that created the food, even though, like, so for example, he was chewing on a bully stick. Well, obviously that came from a cow or a bull, but that bull is no longer alive. But what he was sharing is that with his joy and his contribution to the bully stick, he was still contributing to that bull. Mm. And that sort of spun me out because I was like, how exactly does that work? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think there are so many things in that we have grown up with and that we are believing in that are probably not completely correct. And if we were willing to really starting to look at what else is available and how can these animals facilitate us and show us a different possibility then what else can we really create here together, you know? And and then we don't have to be the smart ones that come up with all these ideas because <laughs> the animals can actually help out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, like Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, says, everything I learned, I learned from a horse, right? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of different directions we could go from that that I want to ask you about um well (laughs) so talk about talk about um changing your point of view about saving the planet um because that's just such a that's been such a gift for me too um since playing with access consciousness and and you know I actually was in my 20s I was vegan for four years and I was vegetarian for 10 years and you know, diet for New America, like, you know, was very much like, we should not be eating animals, you know, and this whole, but it was very based in points of view, you know, and like judgments of right and wrong, which, you know, this is such a different conversation for people that have, you know, do care about animals and and the planet, um, if you haven't been exposed to it, because, um, of course, it's a correct point of view to want to save the earth and save the animals and not be harmful, you know? And so I know for me, just being exposed to even like this possibility beyond any form of judgment, right or wrong, good or bad has really allowed me to have more awareness of everything and know what I know um, and have a different space with all of it. So I'm just, I just would love for you to share um, what did change for you. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Everything. Good question. Yeah. Well, it's a really good question. But the, the one thing that really stunned me the most was when I was attending an access consciousness class with Gary Douglas. And he was talking about any time that you are looking at saving someone or something, you're being altruistic. And that really hit me very hard on the head because what I had to look at was that I was deciding for the animals and for the planet what was going to be right, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you were talking about right and wrong. It's like I had decided what was right and what was the right way to live and the right way to be um, rather than ask a question. And so... Um, this was a, a major turnaround for me because I realized that I had to ask the animal, 
what it desired. I had to ask the animal what it knew about certain things, and I had to be willing to listen to that. I couldn't come from my preconceived idea about what this planet should look like. I had to be willing to really look at what what was a possibility here that I could assist in. But I had to listen to the animals. And that is really also the same what we're talking about here with the horses and the horses being facilitators it's not about making animals greater than us. This is not what this yeah. is about. Yeah. It's not about they are better than us or they are smarter than us or they're more conscious than us. It it really depends on each individual and on your conversation. But what if we really started to listen? You know, would that change some things? Like, do the animals truly desire to be saved? Or... Yeah. Is it actually something else that they require from us? You know, what is it that they are looking for? And so that to me has been such a different conversation that it's really changed my entire way of looking at this um, dramatically. And yet I'm not saying everything is okay and that we don't require to do something because we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we have to, we have to <laughs> look at this and go, okay, wait a minute, you know, we have been really destroying this planet at a very rapid pace, and we need to look at this. Um, This is not something to just kind of let us, you know, be glazed over about, but we may require some other steps to to really create a different possibility, and that has to involve asking questions of the earth and the, and the animals. Yeah. Yeah, and when we do ask questions, it's just um, for anybody who's new or newer to this conversation, to the like a lot of the conversations we have on this show about uh, access consciousness and these tools. Um, it it is when we ask questions, we get to have more information and more awareness that we didn't have before. And I I get that. You know, Gary Douglas, uh, the founder of Access, on a on a in a class recently, said something along the lines of, you know, you can recycle until you're blue in the face, or you know, but um, at some point, um, you know, there's a there's a space of of being. Um, there's like a, a really different level of change required, and <laughs> we have to do something different. Basically, I'm massively paraphrasing at this point, but <laughs> well, um, the the fun thing that he said with that was your laughter will change more than oh, all the years of recycling right. that you're that's doing. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, I love that, and that's a totally different space. Like that, we like I never would have considered that before expo- being exposed <laughs> to this stuff, you know. But totally. it it is. It's like well, what we've been doing isn't working. You know, it, obviously, like there's, you know, there's some big change that needs to happen. And when big change needs to happen, you got to look from a different perspective and ask different questions and, you know, get curious about what else. And I love that animals can be this contribution to our awareness of that and what's actually possible. Totally. Yeah. 
And especially also with laughter, you know, how many times have you like been amused by your animal and they really got you to laugh out loud uh, <laughs> yeah. because of the little shenanigans that they're doing or <laughs> or the looks that they give you. And so they they are so aware of what laughter creates also because they yeah. really they really often try to make us laugh. I, I, I think it is so true, like how often they're really playing it so that we start laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, well, we're, we're just about at our first break, so we're going to pause there and um, come back and play more. So um, we will be back in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Succeed. 
You're listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Susie Godsey talking about animals and the earth and what does a horse know about facilitating change. Um, and I actually wanted to to ask you, Susie, uh, you know, because there are a variety of people listening to the show. Some may have been exposed to some of these conversations and some not. Um but the, even just the idea of actually talking to animals, you know, you were talking about your dog giving you information about food and like, that's a really different, different possibility for people. Um, and can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what is that? Like, how is that something that you kind of cultivated in your own world? Anything you want to say about it? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the thing that I would really like to propose is that we all have that ability, but we haven't really acknowledged it and all, or really talked about it much. But you, everybody who was on this call had situations where they knew something was telling them, don't do this, or don't go over here, or stop right now, or move or do whatever, you know, and um, sometimes you may have listened to these hunches that, or however you call them, you know, intuitions, gut feelings, whatever you want to call them. And sometimes you may have, but that is really the same idea that everything that is alive or even, you know, we can even extend that pretty much every molecule in the world has consciousness. And so in that sense, everything can communicate with you on that level. It's an energetic level. And there are people that receive uh, this communication in a very strong way. And there are some that receive it in a more subtle way, but we all have that. And if you have a pet at home, I know you know when that pet isn't feeling well, You don't have to analyze it by looking at it. You know it immediately. Um, And you know that with your children, too. Like, this is not something they have to tell you. It's just something you're aware of. And so it is just about really honing that skill a little bit more and not getting stuck in a how-to because what I realized, too, before I was exposed to, to, when I say exposed, but it really feels like that, to the tools of access consciousness, um, I did a lot of animal communication classes that I was uh, going to, you Mm. know, and I always, I never really was successful because they were all very much about, this is how you do it, and I couldn't do it that way, and yet I always had this sense about animals but I couldn't do it the way that it was described in these courses. So Mm. I completely felt like I was a failure and I had no idea what I was doing. And I thought, oh, maybe I am making all this up in my mind and it isn't for real. Um, And it wasn't really until I got introduced to Access Consciousness and to Gary Douglas, who really kind of just went, hey, no, you you just, are you different, you know? And Mm. I was like, oh, 
uh, yeah, I'm different. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> how do you receive this kind of information and commu- communication? Oh, oh, you mean the way I receive this is it is also valid? Uh, yeah. So, you know, how many of us are really in that space where they, where you just, you, you, you think you're not talking to animals or you think you're not aware of these things, but you actually are. You yeah. just, it's just not as clear as maybe somebody having a conversation with you or, you know, or looking at something. Yeah. And and sometimes it may even be that, but you might push it away because you think it's not, it can't be. You know, it yeah. can't be that my dog is talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Except <laughs> it is. And, and that is so true. Like, I, you know, just as a mom, I look at that and I've had, I've had dogs in the past too. I always know, you know, I always know what my kids require. I always knew what my dogs required. Um, and it wasn't a cognitive thing, you know, it's just this sense of like, yeah, this is this animal that I live with or this person that I live with, you know, and, uh, and we, we can know so much more than we think we can know. Um, and how cool that when you're willing to actually just acknowledge that it becomes greater just by you looking at it, you know, and then playing with it and inviting, you know, more awareness of, what the animals are saying, what the horses are saying. Um, yeah, really cool. Yeah, and like a really big part of that is also trusting yourself, you know, because I've worked with so many people that have asked me for assistance with their animals. And then what it comes down to is that they always knew, mm-hmm. you know, and cool. then they and then they trusted somebody else who they thought knew more than them, but... When it comes down to it, everybody always knew what was going on. Yeah. On some level, they were aware of it, but they didn't trust themselves. And so I want to also encourage everyone who's listening to really trust more in yourself when you are receiving those messages. And don't try to, to make them into a story. Oftentimes, we receive a message and then we, we try to make it logical, but it is not logical. Mm-hmm. And so, you Animals know, don't have minds. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, and that's when we go into that's when we get into trouble when we start to interpret what we're receiving from an animal too much into what we have decided is logical or real. Um, but if we were to just leave it at that energy, even if we're not sure exactly what it means, but if we could just have that there and be like oh, I wonder what that is, and I wonder what that is for the animal, then you will receive more information that will give you more clarity on what it actually is that the animal is communicating. So so don't give up, but also trust yourself. You do know a lot more than you're giving yourself credit for. Mm Mm-hmm. In every area of life. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Makes things a lot easier if you're willing to, if you're willing to have that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk more about horses and, um, and, um, uh, so, well, I talk about, cause you, so you teach a, um, conscious horse, conscious rider class, um, 
talk about that. Like, what do you do? What's what goes on in those classes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, those classes are really quite incredible because the people that show up for them are a lot of times not horse people. Yes, it is called conscious horse, conscious rider. And, you know, people um, think that it is about riding and getting up to be a better rider. But it is really about be having more of a capacity to um, receive from a horse and to really have that sense of like, oh, when we are together, we can really have a different way of being together in the world. So it doesn't have to be, here's me and here's the horse. But what if we sort of got melted together in a certain way, like mm. where where we can really receive each other in a totally new aspect. And so that can translate into being a better rider, but that can also translate into losing your fear of these animals uh, altogether. It can translate into you having really more a sense of yourself. So there are so many things that occur in these classes, but there's lots of tools that we give people. And some tools are about, um, you know, some tools are really like creating more ease, like understanding how does a horse even function? You know, how does how does a horse sort of, be in this world how does it think you know and then um and then you know seeing like okay so where do I come in with that and then we do have tools about you know doing body work on horses to make it easier for their bodies to uh, to fulfill the requirements that we have for them you know whether they're jumping running or just playful doesn't matter like uh, showing people how to create more ease in their bodies, in the horse's bodies. And then also uh, just very pragmatic things that we that we look at in terms of like if something isn't working in a relationship between somebody and their horse, people are allowed to bring their own horses. But oftentimes even just seeing how other horses are uh, facilitated being facilitated, but also facilitating their people can translate so much into how people, when they go home, really see like, wow, I can have a very different relationship with my horse too now. So um, so it's really showing people that by asking a lot of questions and being willing to, to really look at a different possibility, and it is really a different way of looking at things. So we're going to throw out some of your preconceived ideas and we're going to insert a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and one thing that I love about just, I've not, have not taken one of those classes yet, but um, the conversations that I've heard around these classes and, you know, talking to different people and is this, um, and I also just from the limited experience I've had riding horses is there there's such this space of being that we get to be with horses that horses can show us so much more about and how much we can take that into the world you know like whether you have a horse or not or you ride horses or not like I that's fascinating to me that whole world of like I could just 
ride a horse and have my life change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, if you, you could be a person that is sitting on a horse and is afraid of the horse and then, you know, your ride will go a certain way. You can be somebody who would like to control the horse and then that could go a certain way. <laughs> or you are somebody who is not willing to show a horse what you desire and then that could go a certain way. So, you know, all of these things can be very, very eye-opening for us, for sure. <laughs> well, it is like a, you know, when I've when I've just played with this in my own way, um, when I've been on a horse, it is this like amazing. I what's shown up for me is just, oh wow, like this is so life showing me how I interact, you know, like, do I want to control? Do I not want to control? You know, where's that? Like, where do I actually, you know, get to be with this beautiful animal and with me and we're creating something together. And, you know, it's such a, you know, you can look at business, you can look at your family, you know, your body, all these different aspects of life from, you know, how, how do we how do we show up in the world you know and in our lives that uh, and what can horses teach us about that (laughs) yeah exactly well I mean we could take an example like being a control freak you know if Mm -hmm. you if you are a person who who really wants to have it their way and that's it you know if you are interacting with a horse that um, let's say you you have a horse at your hand that is not just a dead beaten sort of horse that will just do whatever you tell him, but a horse that that actually has a bit of life in him still, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that particular horse will will really show you like, hey, you with the control you can only go so far, yeah. and if you were willing to to work with me, we could go so much further. And what does that even mean? But it's like, you know, if you're willing to go, hey, horse, can you do this with me? Like, do you, you know, is it like possible for you to go on a very, um, like, leisurely, slow walk, you know? And the horse might say, mm, maybe, maybe not, depending, <laughs> like, you know, and so then it's about, okay, so am I now going to fight this horse to walk slowly the whole time? Or how can we how can we work together here and make this work for all of us? And if I really don't wish to go running, for example, um, then I need to ask the horse ahead of time, like, hey, are you going to walk with me this whole way? Because I'm not up for running, mm-hmm. you know? And then if the horse says, yeah, I can do that for you, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a great ride. Yeah. But if you're getting on a horse that has decided that the best way in life is to move fast, that may not really work out so well for <laughs> you, you know? So so if we were willing to really be a little bit more, it, it's not like, hey, I'm the boss and you're my underling and now you do whatever I want because they are very big animals. And so, yes, you can force them to a degree, but only to a degree and then it you know they they definitely have enough strength to bring their point across so (laughs) you know so that's why it's also so obvious when you're around a horse because you cannot just overpower them 
you have to be willing to be like, okay, what other trick do I have up my sleeve here to possibly create what I'm looking for without fighting this being, you know? (laughs) So, So this is where it becomes this really interesting conversation in a way. And... And this is also where the horse can really show you like, hey, you are pushing really hard right now and it's not working. And you're like, oh, where else am I doing this in my life? You know, Mm. where else am I pushing really hard and it's not working? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's some valuable information. (laughs) Things that are good to know. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Well, we're going to take our second break, and um, we'll chat more after that. So, um, yes, we will be back in just a moment. (laughs) We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Susie Godsey talking about horses and all kinds of other stuff. Um, we were just chatting while we were on the break about, um, you know, just sort of more about how this conversation applies to life and business. And um, and um, one of the things Susie was mentioning was if you're out in the pasture and trying to catch a horse and what that can kind of what that can show you about how that can facilitate change. <laughs> so do you want to yes. you want to talk about that? <laughs> well, it 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 is uh it can be a very eye-opening moment if you are trying to catch a horse in a big pasture for example and that horse doesn't want to be caught. And so you you come up with all the tricks that you have in up your sleeve and you still don't catch the horse and now this is where it really becomes interesting to see how do you deal with that situation? You know, are you a person that now gets angry and wants to punish the horse or yourself, you know, or are you a person that gets frustrated and maybe even starts crying and sitting in a corner or are you a person that um, uh, wants to blame somebody else or, you know, how do you be in that situation? Like what, what is it that brings that, what does that bring up for you basically? And then, and then what do you do with that? And so um, these situations can be very telling on how maybe also in your workspace you are when a situation arises where you feel like you do not have control over it or you don't know how to handle it. And so then, you know, we can show you some some things that could really change that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like one of those things is like also, again, looking at how does the horse view this situation in that moment? Mm. You know, it could just be a big old good game. Like, okay, game is on, you know? Oh, you want to try and catch me? Here, I'm putting on my best game. Are you putting on your best game? You know? <laughs> and so um, and so it's like, okay, uh, that horse can run faster than me. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm alone and this is a big field. Uh, this could take days, like for real, like there is no way I can run this horse down and I can no, I cannot trick this horse into, you know, going into a corner where I can corner it. So now what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's like you have to look at other tools that are beyond just body language and the desire to catch a horse because yeah. I have learned from some people like okay if you want to catch a horse you move your body this way and then that way and you do this and that and that can work but if you have a horse that absolutely doesn't want to be caught that's not going to work yeah you know that the only way to get a horse to come to you is if it all of a sudden gets interested in you (laughs) and gets curious about you you know like oh, who is that? And what are they doing? Or, you know, like if if you're basically starting to put the question in their head about wanting to meet you, 
then you're going to start to have a whole nother conversation because all of a sudden the horse is going to start coming towards you, trying Mm. to figure out who you are and not the other way around. So how do you achieve that? Well, a lot of it is really also energetically speaking, just being in a different space. So if you ha- if you go into that field with the agenda, I'm going to catch you, well, guess what? That horse knows very much what you are desiring. Yeah. <laughs> if you go into that field and you're like, hi. Yeah. And you just expand your energy out in all directions. You make yourself energetically so big that the horse is like, oh, I don't know what this person wants, but they're different. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. And so they already are more curious about you because you show up in a different way than most people. You don't have an agenda maybe at that moment. Mm-hmm. And what if you really even didn't have the agenda to put on a halter? What if you really just were like, hi, I would like to meet you. Who are yeah. you? Let's meet. Who are you? <laughs> you know, what kind of a horse are you? What kind of a person am I? Um, you know, it is, it's a little bit like similar if you were to go into a meeting and you would slap someone on the back like, hey, how are you doing? And you've never met them. You know, that person would be a bit startled and be like, uh, who are you? Do I know you? Like, um, So in a way, it's like that. If you just walk up to a horse, you want to put a halter on. It's like, excuse me, do I know you? Have we met? Um, so... You know, and so, and then another thing that that the tools of access consciousness has available is like this thing of pulling energy. And I'm sure, Heather, you've talked about it in your show because it's Mm. such a wonderful tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, so if you start pulling energy from the horse through your body and you just really increase that flow of energy and at the same time, you're not like being totally interested in what the horse is doing, but but just being expanded out and so doing it from a sense of space and still pulling energy. So you're not laser focusing your attention on the horse, but you are really just pulling the energy even through the horse's body, but through your body as well. Then again, all of a sudden, the horse no longer gets that sense that you just came onto the pasture and you're pushing at them. Mm-hmm. with an agenda, with a point of view, but you're really now pulling from them, which again is something they're not used to. So they start looking at you like, oh, that is interesting. What? What? So they really start to have more of a question mark in their head about you. And that will make them curious. And mm-hmm. so then you can start using your body language and other things to help. Um, to get that horse to start approaching you too. And of course, if the horse comes all the way, you know, you don't want to then just throw the halter on and go, gotcha. (laughs) Um, So, you know, like what other, what other ways can you really be with that? You know, and, and I think this is the part where a lot of people, try to use tools to then trick an animal, but the animal will only be tricked once. Um, The next time that will not work again. And so in a way it is really about building a, a conversation and a relationship with each other where there is a mutual respect and there is some trust and there is that, that willingness to be vulnerable with each other and really have 
also have a sense of like maybe there is a day where the horse doesn't want to go for a ride or it really doesn't want to be caught and what if that was okay too yeah yeah this is amazing I'm like wow so this really would apply to relationships to (laughs) parenting to business (laughs) to money even like you could it's just it's there's just such this like I mean, it's really about presence and not having an agenda, not having a point of view, you know, just being with a horse, you know, being with yourself and being with a horse, you know, which is very different. Um, Yes. That is so cool. Oh, man, I can't wait to take one of your classes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, actually, Heather... There are a lot of conscious horse, conscious rider facilitators all around the world. So I am not the only person here. And I would highly encourage if somebody is intrigued by this conversation, please look it up. Um, there are yeah. so many classes that are being offered. And in, in actually coming up very soon in August, I will be doing a class in um in Houston, Texas, but right after that also is the facilitators training where Gary Douglas and myself are going to train a lot of new facilitators to be doing this around the world. And that is what really truly excites me because these tools are so different and they really work. And so I really would love to see people in the world to have access to these tools and to really, um, play with these tools and the fun about these tools is that you can use them like you said in so many other areas of your life and you can apply them while you're walking and talking so there is no special circumstance required to apply these tools and that's also exciting to me because I've done some other modalities prior and it was always a lot of yeah, you had to be in a certain space to apply certain things and you are not in that space most of the time you know you're, mm-hmm. you know yeah. when your kids are screaming yeah. um you're not gonna like light a candle and meditate you know <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with the situation so um you know what tools do you use for that you know yeah, yeah maybe pulling some energy whatever it might be but um, all the tools that we have that are from access consciousness are pragmatic. And that's what I love about it. It is a very, very pragmatic way of handling things and being in, in life. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's so what cool. makes it so intriguing to me. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, it's really, it's, I can just perceive, you know, universes of, uh, of, change and and awareness and ease really you know like if you're just willing to you know be with whatever it is a horse a person a situation you know um and then yes like also bringing in all these really fun pragmatic wacky weird tools you know (laughs) that just seem to work somehow (laughs) so yeah and this is going to be Gary's, so this Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider facilitator training um, is going to be Gary's last one. Is that correct? Yeah, so he says. So yeah. we're not sure exactly where it goes with this modality and what's next. So we'll, we're all in the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's really cool. And it's at, um, are you, so your class, your conscious horse, conscious writer class is in, um, is it at the Gary and Dane's ranch in it is, well. and it's it's in Texas. It's close to Houston. It's about an hour west of Houston, um, and you know, northwest, I guess. So yeah, it's a really it's a very cool ranch with wonderful horses. Um, Gary yeah. and Dane have beautiful uh, Costa Rican de Paso horses there, which is a Costa Rican walking horse, a very different kind of horse, a very a spirited, kind horse. They are lovely, beautiful to ride. And then we also have quarter horses there. So we have a variety of horses. We have some mixes there. So it's going to be a lot of fun also for people to to get on horses in the class. You can uh, ride. Um, so um, And then also just maybe if you have an interest in meeting those Costa Rica horses, they are just yeah. wonderful. I've been to the ranch and those horses are just really, really special, really different. Um, yeah, beautiful animals. And the ranch is just <laughs> It's amazing. It's an amazing place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and cool. we will be on the ranch, but we also will have air conditioning because everybody's going to say, wait a minute, Houston in August? Yes, yeah. it will be warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting hot. Getting hot with horses. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we're just almost out of time. Is there anywhere that people, um, I know there is, where can people go to find out? more information about this program in general yeah conscious horse conscious rider.com it's just oh, okay. that simple yeah cool. awesome so wonderful well thank no. you so much Susie. this has been really very cool conversation um i'm super grateful for you and what you're doing in the world well and thank you for having me heather i really yeah. appreciate it and it's been it's always lovely to talk to you so thank yes, you for having me too. oh you're so welcome anytime anytime um thanks everybody we'll be back actually next week we're going to be um we're going to be talking money with a uh, with joe robinson who is um absolutely brilliant investor i can't wait to pick his brain about um going from debt to wealth using debt to create wealth i think is the name of the show um should be should be good so we'll see you guys next week thanks everybody for listening and have a good week bye for now Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation. Thanks again for listening to 